Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Not Overthinking It or if you're new here, welcome and welcome to my first video podcast <laughs> episode. Um, I decided I wanted to make a video style and yes, I am in the gym right now. So if someone comes in, then just know I'm going to be turning off the cam really quickly. <laughs> but hopefully that's not the case. It is a Saturday at... 3 p.m. currently, so I don't think a lot of people come to the gym during that time. But enough of that. This is not overthinking it podcast. Like I said, I am Elizabeth, your host. I'm a 23-year-old postgrad girl living in San Diego, trying to build her dream life while working a nine-to-five, and that is also what this video is going to be about, and that is how to develop a routine, how to have good habits, and how to prioritize yourself despite the maybe chaos of your job, of the people in your life, maybe you have kids, a family, whatever. This is all about how to prioritize yourself and like hopefully you leave this episode realizing that you have more time than you think you do. And that is something that even to this day, I'm still trying to understand and remember because sometimes I'll be on autopilot, my heart will be racing. And I'll be like, whoa, I need to like relax. I have time. We all have time. But before we get into the episode, we're gonna start off with the highlights of my week, maybe the lows of my week, get you caught up on everything this is episode six by the way so if you haven't listened to my other episodes go on spotify or apple music and i'll be on there so highlights of the week i went to la for my boyfriend's birthday this past week and we ate at a really nice steakhouse it was called castaway and the view was really pretty i had the salmon though a lot of people, that makes some people mad when I go to steakhouses and I get the fish or the chicken because honestly, like, I'm not really trying to grub on a giant piece of meat. I just want, <laughs> like, it's still really enjoyable for me. And the mac and cheese, like, I will always get that. So, yeah, um, we went there and then we really just chilled. I also had the best sandwich, like, of my life from Wax Paper in L.A. It's supposed to be, like one of the best sandwich spots in LA. So if you haven't checked it out, I loved it. But aside from that, I got to meet his best friend, like his childhood best friend, and that was fun. Um, we really just chilled and hung out, nothing too crazy. And now uh, my mom is here. So I like I said, it's Saturday. My mom came Thursday night. Basically, she's helping me flip my house and move from my room to the master bedroom because my two friends are moving in so i'm going to be living with three people total and that's what's happening right now there's house cleaner coming and just trying to make it more fresh and just feel better because you know like last year i lived with it was four of us total in a three bedroom and it was just very messy and overwhelming like we didn't even have fridge room the freezer was overpacked, and 
yeah, I mean, you guys get, if you've lived with roommates, you get it. It just gets kind of chaotic, but I'm really excited to have like a fresh start, a bigger room. And I also donated a lot of my clothes today. So this is going to be, I'll try to make this a short little tangent, but this is really, I like really recommend this if you haven't already, but go through your clothes, whatever you haven't worn in the last year or like maybe year and a half, get rid of it. Just separate it. Is it cute enough to sell? Is it cute enough to give away to someone? Or is it for like Goodwill? But also don't give Goodwill just like crappy stuff with holes in it and like stains. So if there's stains, throw it out. But I basically took the cute stuff that was like name brand and I posted it on Curtsy app, which is kind of like Poshmark, it's a reselling app because I knew I could get a little extra coin for it. And then for the cute stuff that was like, probably wouldn't sell for that much, I donated it to a woman's shelter. Basically, it's there's one in San Diego. Um, I'll leave it in the description. But they donate all the clothes and they actually let girls come in and try on stuff, kind of like a store. So I love that. And I gave them like my cute little clothes that I don't wear anymore. And then I donated t-shirts and stuff to Goodwill. So not only do I feel like I was able to do something valuable with the clothes, but I just feel better. I'm like not hoarding onto anything. And I'm already a minimalist as it is, but I just like the act of getting rid of things feels really good. And you would be surprised how much energy is stuck on those old items. You know, it's just, why even hang on to stuff that you probably won't ever wear again or you won't miss? That's my logic. And I did the same thing with my fridge, with books, furniture, literally everything's gone. Everything that I'm question, if there's a question mark, it's out. I don't need it. So yeah, 10 out of 10 recommend doing that. <laughs> what else? I think that's like pretty much it for my updates. Oh, for Girl Gains, if you don't know, Girl Gains is a female weightlifting club. We're on 85 college campuses in the U.S. And now we're in Vietnam, Saigon. Like, how amazing is that? But we are hosting an event here, actually, at the Glute Lab. And this is on July 1st in San Diego. We will be doing a guided meditation here in the morning. It starts at 9 a.m. I think I just said that. 9 a.m., then going into a two-hour weightlifting circuit workout. So um, I'll show you guys the gym. But it will just be like all the main lifts. So we'll start with hip thrust. There will be squat variations, deadlifts. You'll get your chin-ups in. I'm going to be manning the chin-up station because that is my jam. But yeah, that is happening on July. So June 30th, if you get a VIP ticket, you get a little... VIP social the day before on June 30th and there's going to be mocktails and little goodies for you guys and then June 1st is the actual July I'm so sorry July 1st is the actual event so I'm really pumped for that we're getting ready decorating doing a lot of DIY things because we're like eh, we could probably make it cuter than what we see online but my biggest thing is that 
I love that I'm going to be able to give people the experience of an influencer life because we are giving away so many like goodies and um, brand like really good brands are going to be there like EHP Labs, Element uh, um, Electrolytes, and like Sunbum. So just being able to like bring girls in to an environment where they get spoiled and they get to network, I'm like, this is so great. You know, it gives everyone the opportunity to experience like an influencer event. So yeah, really excited working on that. And I will leave it at that for the updates. <laughs> I'm going to now transition in to the actual episode, starting off with a quote of the day. And that is, I refuse to work eight hours for a company only to go home and do no work for myself. And that is something that I freaking tell myself all the time. I tell other people that and literally you should see when I tell my coworkers that they'll be like, oh, should I go to the gym after work? I don't know. I'm so tired. I'm so like, I don't want to go. But then I say that to them and they're like, wow, you're so right. Like we're over here doing things like I remember I worked. When I worked in like the restaurant industry, I worked at like a couple pizza places and then I worked at True Food Kitchen, which is a restaurant. And I would be scrubbing and sweeping and mopping and like then go home to my dirty house. Like that just doesn't sit right with me anymore. I'm like, if I can literally scrub, put my elbow, <laughs> elbow grease in there, like, you know, it's... It just not it just doesn't sit right with me i need to be taking care of me and mine and that's how everyone should be and i think that it just puts it into perspective that you know your work is not your life i would hope that a lot of people agree with that and they have a life outside of work but some people don't and i just want everyone to make themselves their biggest priority a lot of people ask me like how I'm able to work full-time but then also have energy to do a lot of things on the side and I'll give you some perspective so I work as a, med a medical assistant I commute around 45 minutes in the morning and then 45 minutes to go home so I'm driving like a good chunk of the day um, and then I work nine to five this is Monday through Thursday but it was Monday through Friday for a long time until I built a side hustle and I was able to take Fridays off. So now I don't work Fridays and I work four days a week. And the goal is to reduce that slowly and slowly to where obviously the goal is for me to be the boss of my own time and be not um, like stuck and tied to an employer. Do you know what I mean? And I'm going to tell you like how exactly I did that because a lot of people hear that I don't work Fridays and they're like, are you okay? Like I, my roommate asked me the other day, hey, like I, I noticed you don't work Fridays anymore. Like, are you able to afford rent? Like, how are you doing? Do you need help? And I'm like, that is sweet. But I have in that time that I've been working outside of work on myself, I was able to find like build up my resume and my um portfolio i guess and then freelance on the side so now i don't need that friday make sense
And I'm here to tell you that you can do the exact same thing. You don't have to be freaking like so talented. It's not like, oh, only this person can do it. Only this person can do it. Like everyone can do it. You just have to think about what it is that you're, what are your strong suits? And then how can you like hone in on that? You know, like think about what your friends ask you. What do people go to you for? And then build up like a package, honestly. It's just about packaging. How can you sell yourself? But we'll get to that. So what I want you to do off the bat. So you work full time. You feel like you want to make more time for yourself. And maybe you feel like you don't have enough time. I want you to write down your six-month goals, your one-year goal, and then your lifetime goal, goals. And you're going to write it in, I am blank. So as if it's already true. And this is exactly what I did to get me started on this journey, by the way. Like I did this exercise, I think, two, two and a half years ago now. And it was at the time, I, I didn't really understand the significance of it until I look back and I'm like, wow. I think it just like planted the seed in my mind of what I actually wanted and what I wanted to work towards. So just having an idea of what it is that you want to achieve short and long term. So for example, you can say like in six months, I want to have, or no, you would say in six months, I am certified in blank or like in six months, I am able to travel to Europe. You know what I mean? Like six months, one year lifetime. And then really for lifetime, dream big. The sky is the limit. Use numbers too. In my life, I have accomplished blah, blah, blah. I am a millionaire or whatever you want to be. Just write it down. Even if you're like, Oh, this feels funny. This this is just big dreams. I no. Stick with it. Sky's the limit. So then once you have those written, you can see kind of like where like where your mind's at and where you want to be. So you're here and you want to be here. And then from there, you'll kind of reverse it and think of like what are the steps to get there. And this is what we're gonna do, is you're gonna break down the steps into very tiny, actionable steps that you can take every single day. So this is number two. And by the way, if you haven't read Atomic Habits, 100% recommend. It makes you realize the importance of tiny habits every single day or tiny, tiny little steps every single day. Because a lot of people, I think, look at the big picture and they get overwhelmed and they're like, oh my gosh, like how the hell am I going to go from this for, like I could be like, how am I gonna go from living in a four bedroom, like back house in an alleyway, <laughs> true story, to living in a New York City sky rise condo. I don't, that's not actually what my goal is, but you know, it's a lot of people's goal, you know, but you could be feeling overwhelmed. Like, how the hell am I going to get from here to there? How? You don't have to have it all figured out right now and you won't. But just having that intention and then slowly you're going to form the habits 
to get there or get somewhere else. I mean, it's maybe it won't be that sky rise in New York City, but it could be something even more fulfilling to you. As far as little minor things, you actions you take every single day, don't underestimate them, don't overlook them. Don't be overwhelmed by the big picture because we're taking baby bites. There's like a saying too. It's like, how do you, <laughs> I don't even know. It's like, how do you eat a pizza one nibble at a time? You're not like inhaling the pizza. I'm sure it's like a different food item, but you, you get me? So for me, when I was, because I honestly started very like my mindset was very negative and I was like there's no way a human can change I am so rooted in my messiness in my chaos in my laziness that was the number one thing that really bothered me about myself was that I was lazy but I decided I'm going to prove myself wrong what does a productive person look like and for me that was like oh, a productive person or someone who's not lazy is going out of their way to tidy up. They're going out of their way to like make their bed. They're also helping other people. They're not lazy. They're offering their service to other people. Like if I see like my roommate, for example, needs help carrying groceries and I'm going to, you know, my ideal highest self is going to be offering to help bring the groceries in. I'm going to be showing up to the gym, you know, weekly, five, five days a week. I will be going on walks, getting my steps in, you know. So it's about breaking it down. So for me, I said I started off with three things that I could do every single day for myself. And that was make my bed, always do my dishes at some point in the day because that was another thing that really bothered me emotionally it was distressing was having going to sleep with dirty dishes just like made me feel anxious but I didn't do anything about it and I let it stack up so I was like I'm making my bed every morning I am doing my dishes every morning and I am journaling at some point in the day two minutes I don't care I'm doing it so those can seem like very little like minor habits and you're like how could that get me to be a millionaire but that is all about building your self-trust and showing yourself that you have time in your day to pencil out and get these things done regardless of if you work and two you're going to do the things that you say you're going to do and in turn that is going to help you realize that you can t take on other tasks so yeah making your bed takes 30 seconds in the morning and it might not seem like you deserve a pat on the back for that, but that is like setting your mind up for success. You're like, okay, great. I did something productive first thing in the morning. I journaled. I made my bed. Dishes are clean. What can I do next? Everything else is easy or easier than if I just rolled out of bed, you know, like wasn't intentional about the things I was doing. So I want you to just really dedicate, dedicate, honestly, it's mind over matter. You're dedicating your mental energy to this task that you're going to do every single day. 
a lot of people want to go to the gym, but they never do. And this is the time that we're going to take control. We're in charge. We're building our self-trust. And we're going to do the things that we're saying we're going to do. We're not going to put things off anymore, avoid things. We are sticking to our word and building that internal trust so that we can accomplish bigger things in the future. So one small thing a day, or I said three small things a day, you honestly just stack it. You know, like once making your bed is a habit, boom, add another one, add another one. Habit stacking. What I like to do too, I write one non-negotiable and just even writing like, this is a non-negotiable. It's like my brain is like, okay, I'm going to do it. And you know what's crazy is if it was a non-negotiable for your employer, you would do it. Do you know what I mean? Like if they're like, you cannot clock out until you finish X, you're going to do it because somebody is telling you to. So why is it that when we tell ourselves this is a non-negotiable, oh, fold your laundry, non-negotiable, but then we find an excuse not to do it when the time comes. So writing the non-negotiable and literally treating it as if it's your employer telling you, oh, looking at my planner, oh, I have to do this before the end of the day. Like I, there's, there's no other cop out, you know, or I'm fired. So treat it like that. I like to write something. I, I don't like to overwhelm myself. So I'll try to like break up the non-negotiables like I honestly write more than one thing, but when you're first starting, it's good to just choose one. But throughout the week, I'll kind of try to space out the harder things or the things that are like more brain power for me, the things that I'm avoiding, space it out and then combine it with like an easier to do list. And in like addition to that, I love to time block. I think that's really helpful. So I'm like seven to eight, gym, eight to 8.30, like really just, plan out the windows of time and also give yourself a little like leeway sorry the street is so busy but give yourself a little like what's it called like leeway in between so that it's okay if you're not exactly on time i think it's better to overcompensate i guess your time so that way you feel less guilty if you're not on time does that make sense? Basically, yeah, time blocking, be realistic too, and don't bombard your schedule. Like be, like I said, be realistic. What can you actually do so that if you have more energy afterwards to do another thing, you're gonna feel really good. But versus if you have a lot of stuff that you wanna do and you don't get to it all, then you feel discouraged and maybe you're like, Ugh, like your whole mood's ruined and you don't want to do you're less inclined to do tomorrow's to-do list because you're not on like a streak anymore so be real be realistic and time block some tips for doing the things that you want to do one it's all it's also all about balance so like how i said i like to mix it mix my day with like easy tasks and hard tasks I also always like to incorporate some fun time, some me time. What is what is going to make me feel good and how can I celebrate my little wins along the way? You want to be enjoying your journey and literally giving yourself a high five, patting yourself on the back, getting yourself that treat for when you're consistent and just 
even like something small every day and this doesn't have to look like you going out and doing extra like extravagant things for me i will literally like at the end of the day i'll be like whoo i feel good like this is my wind down time i'll light my candle light my little incense play some music or listen to a podcast or something that i'm like rewarding myself with a just a relaxing night so yeah like every single night i try to do that or i'll have a little latte every day in some form you know it's just about how can you enjoy the journey and also get your tasks done and speaking of balance i think too a lot of people i mean it really just depends on what works for you but a lot of people like wait or push off their social time when they're working and they'll be like, oh, I can't do anything during the week. I have to wait for Saturday and Sunday or Friday or whatever. And I'm like, why wait? When you get off, what if you just ask your friends, let's go to happy hour or let's just have a night in together, even for an hour, you know? Because it's like, there's, I don't know. Life is long and short, whatever you want to think of it. But it's like, why only have a short window in your week to like have fun or socialize i just think that if you want to do something during the week you should do it and there's always time so i'm going to give you guys an example of kind of how my work day kind of looks like and then my weekend so my work day or hang on let me let this fire truck pass i'm drinking a dirty chai latte by the way from java earth literally best chai ever small dance break okay my work day wake up so this is another thing that you have to base it off your schedule obviously and what works for you i want to go to the gym four to five days a week for me saturdays and sundays boom done gonna go to the gym regardless also usually fridays because i have fridays off so that leaves one to two days during the work week to schedule gym time, which is not that bad, right? Better than going all five days of the week or all four days of the week, whatever, that you work. So I will go usually Tuesdays, Wednesdays, I'll do gym. And then I'll go either before or after work. But if it's before work, I try to get there by 5 a.m. If it's after work, I'll get there around 6. An hour workout doesn't have to be anything crazy, just getting the movement in. And then I will go to work, but make my smoothie or like whatever my breakfast. I always eat breakfast. I always, I don't skip meals. That's another thing. A lot of people get too busy and they skip a meal. And I'm like, you cannot give to other people before you give to yourself. That's like when you're on a plane, they say, put your oxygen mask on first. How are you going to help other people the best of your ability when you're literally like dying over here? Feed yourself. I don't care. If you have to freaking like eat in the car, I don't know. There's there's no excuse. I mean, there is an excuse, obviously. Like I don't want to come from like a super privileged place and not acknowledge that. The point is eat enough, eat your protein, eat your veggies and fruits. Okay, so... I'll make my breakfast, go to work, 
and then on my lunch break so i have an hour lunch break and i will literally pull out my laptop i'll do something uh for social media usually like edit or i'll like be responding to emails um working on girl game stuff so i'm like doing things in that hour like, typing away then boom finish my work shift from it takes me about 45 minutes to get home so i will be listening to a podcast during that time i also listen to a podcast in the morning depending on like what i want to learn so i like using podcasts for educational purposes or motivational purposes so example i love like ed milet mel robbins but i also do love my occasional girl talk um so yeah, it just depends on the mood I am, I'm in, but a lot of the time I'm like getting inspiration, motivation, or education. But I really recommend podcasts or Audible. Another thing that makes people feel stuck in one place is feeling like they're not growing or learning. And to avoid that, always be learning. As long as you stay curious and wanting to learn and grow then you can have that happen and then you'll feel more fulfilled in your day like even if you have to go to work you're like oh well i still feel like i'm growing outside of my job even if you've like hit a plateau in there and maybe you're not like necessarily moving up the ladder then just having that knowledge for yourself is super empowering so yeah i love listening to podcasts audible is great too because especially when you're just driving um and then after work i will go to the gym or if i already went to the gym then i'll just go home and make dinner honestly like every day kind of looks different but if i have a meeting i'll take that usually right when i get home or in the car and then i'll be again working on like emails girl game stuff for a couple hours but then i'll end the night with my time my shower my journaling and reading so i also try to read every night if i can which doesn't always happen but i don't beat myself up i don't beat myself up about that so yeah finding the windows of time in your day to do things in the car how can you what can you do to make it your commute to work enjoyable what can you do when you get home like a little thing for yourself that will bring you one step closer to your goal this whole side hustle that i've built i mean i don't really consider it a side hustle because to me it's just i love doing it it's a creative venture for me like the podcast youtube videos tiktok instagram like social media basically it's just it's just a fun way to express myself and document my life for when I look back, I'm like, oh, that was fun, you know? So I don't, I'm not like, oh, if I make no money from this, I'm quitting. Like I fully haven't reached the social media potential that I know is out there, but I'm still doing it because it's fun. And I love connecting with people. I think that's another thing too, is like having connections and having that social network so that you have people that you can lean on and just like make you feel more connected like because sometimes i think that 
working can feel so isolating and lonely like you're like I know for me anyways since my drive is kind of far I'm just like dang you know it just feels like every day the same thing and it can feel lonely so having that network of people just a community that's experiencing the same thing as you is really comforting but as I was saying I've built my whole little side hustle and then I also have girl gains my business and we are still in the startup phase but I've done that all with working nine to five and like literally I have taken calls at six in the morning I'll wake up at I used to wake up at like 4, 4.30. I don't really do that anymore. I mean, I don't know. I, I like still could. I, I just haven't done that in a while. But I would be taking calls at literally like 6 a.m. Like I would drive to work, leave for work by 5 so that I'm in the parking lot by 6 so that I could take a phone call by 6 in my car with my laptop. And I will also like, I've taken... I've had to take days off so that I could like take meetings or request time off. I've gone straight after work to go to like manufacturers and screen printing places so that I can get the merchant and then onto my website and stuff like that. So it's about like deciding that you want something honestly and going after it and not letting anything stop you from getting it. That is what it comes down to. How dedicated are you to yourself and your future and your happiness, you know? And what is going to bring you that? And it's not to say for me that, like, all these material things are going to bring me to that fulfillment. But I think just, like, seeing what I'm capable of is fulfilling me in itself. Making the sacrifices, realizing that you have the time, and being so dedicated to yourself is, like very freaking important you only need to believe in yourself you you're the only person that needs to believe in yourself like i could have zero people believing in me or a hundred people believing in me a hundred thousand people believing in me but like none of that matters if i don't believe in me so what i'm saying is like external validation is not enough to like keep you afloat it needs to be something that you want for yourself you're dedicated and you're ready to go get it whatever that looks like for you I mean it can be as big or as minor as you want maybe you just want a routine for yourself like you might not even want anything crazy but to like have consistency in your life for me I want to grow girl gains and I'm dedicated to that I will stand, I will stick beside her. And that looks like I was posting about it every single day, making the TikToks for it, getting the word out, networking with people, going to networking events. Like two weekends ago, I went to a female entrepreneur event in LA. For me, it's putting myself out there and taking action. And then all last year was working with Gymshark. So they're in Colorado and the time difference is three hours or two hours or something so that's why I would be taking the 6 a.m. calls with them and then I would be driving to LA to do some events with them also like needing to be prompt with my email responses needing to make the flyers like all this stuff that needs to go in 
but I can't just be like, oh, I'm I'm working, I'm busy, because it's like this is on this is an opportunity that's gonna pass you. It's not about like, it's really like you snooze, you lose. So that's kind of how I saw it, and I was like, so damn, I'm gonna find a way because this is what I believe in, and I want this to happen. I feel like I might be like all over the place, but I hope this is making sense and you're following with me. And that is also just how I, by the way, I just want to like point out, never did I ever think that, oh, starting off with making my bed would lead me to starting a business. But do you kind of see how they connect? Because I just went from, it's just building that self-trust. And then once you have more and more self-trust, you can go after more things. The aspect of me doing all those things led me to building a brand for myself to where I can freelance and now I have social media clients. Um, so I manage a couple people's social medias for them and that is how I'm able to take Fridays off. So all that goes to say, there's literally time if you want and like I said earlier I understand I don't I mean I don't understand but I know that kids are a huge responsibility and like time commitment and I I my only relatability to that is there are moms that come to this gym literally bring their infants to the gym or like they'll like connect with other moms and someone will babysit while someone goes to the gym. Um, they have their own brands, they're personal trainers, they have clients, they make it happen. So like, I don't know your circumstance, but I know that it's possible for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, I just want everyone to like feel proud of themselves and empowered to like take control of their life and feel like they are in control of their life because I know what it's like to feel like this isn't your life. I just remember in college I was feeling like a side character literally. I know it's like people are like oh main character energy but no like I legit looked around and I was like I am so unimportant in my own life which was just such a weird feeling. So I just really want people to feel like they can do whatever they want and like they're not I, they're not dreading every day. Like I want every day to feel like an adventure and exciting. So let's go over again the final little takeaways. One, you're going to set your goals for yourself. Six month, one year, and lifetime. Two, you're going to create small little habits that you can do every single day. Or I guess they're tasks that form into habits over time. Three, sorry, can I add one more thing? Set boundaries. When you're prioritizing yourself, you're going to have a lot of people that you're going to have to say no to or going to have to set boundaries with and you have to be unapologetic about it. Like you're... Boyfriend wants to stay up talking to you till 2 in the morning? No, babe, I have to go to sleep. I need to get up early in the morning because I have a whole bunch of things I want to do. Don't even be sorry about it. A good boyfriend will understand. I'm just saying. So, set goals. Set your daily intentions, your non-negotiables. 
time block it out, set your boundaries, tell people, listen, this is me now. And if you have a problem with it, I don't know if we can be friends or I, maybe I have to distance myself from you. Romanticize your routine if you have to. I know we're probably tired of hearing that, but literally this coffee, the coffee a day, it gives me the boost of energy and makes it fun. Find the time that you definitely have before work, on your lunch, after work, there's time. Habit stack. Listen to your podcast in the car, your audible book. Learn something. Grow and grow every day if you can. And lastly, what comes with that is building your side hustle, freelancing. We can all I can make a separate episode about that, about how to build a side hustle. But ultimately be proud of yourself and be proud that you're even you even made it to this point in the episode. Because that just shows that you're ready, you're curious, and you're wanting to take the next step for yourself. And I'll leave it at that. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please give it a rating on whatever you're listening on. Give it a like. Um, I would love to hear what you thought about it. So if you can message me on Instagram at not overthinking it podcast. I would love to chat. Until next week, bye.